doesn't uh, Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. Nothing matters because this is another episode of what we saw last night. The podcast where nothing matters. We're also a movie review and paranormal podcast. Nothing scarier than the holidays. That is true, though. There really is. Yeah, seasonal depression, all-time high. Suicides, all-time high. Although, crime, or shoplifting crimes, at least in the Northeast, going down. But who cares about that? No one. All right. um, Let's go ahead. Warm up. All right. Since we're going to be doing our uh, Oscar kind of like nominations at the end of this episode, we'll warm up with, what was your least favorite movie that we saw in theaters this year? Oh, in theaters? Wowzers. Yeah. Um, I gotta think for a second. What have we seen? Yeah, no, yeah. There were some real. There were some real stinkers. Some really bad ones. But let's take a moment to think and reflect. I have one that I think Julia will instantly. Yeah, I'm. Run. I'm sure I have several, but I'm drawing a blank. I'm about to open up Letterbox real quick and sort by rating. All right. So, and this this isn't fair. This isn't fair to. <laughs> no, I feel like this isn't. I, maybe I, I might have been having a bad day this day. Also, you okay? I mean, you're you want a napkin? Just leave it alone. I'm sorry. Mind, I, mind your business. <laughs> I'm sorry. My it, it may not be fair. Maybe I was having a bad day. I don't know. But my worst movie still to the year, and I need to rewatch it before the new year. But Asteroid City was. It's the 58th rank movie that I have on my list. Um, I don't think you're gonna love it, but it, I mean, it, there's no way it should be. I feel like the worst. Yeah, I don't know. I, the thing is, I, Concentration was bad. I was gonna say that. It, that's that's mine. It was so bad. It, concentration was so bad though that like I don't remember none of it. Is that the one where the the chick was gonna throw herself off the off like the brick yeah, mountain? But I didn't think it was that serious. To me, it was just like. I had high hopes for it, and and it really lowballed. Oh, house party! Oh no, I didn't see that in theater. Did Pat? Did we see that in theater? Yeah, yeah, we saw that in theaters. Oh, house party! You know, hey, hey, house party has one of the best laughs of the year, though. There was a few moments that 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 I think that it's like, yeah, it was a bad movie, but when LeBron says. I'm the greatest of all time. Of course, I achieved I achieved enlightenment in less than two weeks. Like that shit was hilarious. Just like LeBron was funny in that, and so was Kid Cudi. Well, that's why it's not. That's why it's not number fifty eight. How about I name? Oh. How about I name the top? I'm gonna name the top five worst. Okay. Uh, just to give people like, kind of like a, a, a kind of an idea of what I didn't like this year. So. The fifth best worst movie, Priscilla, that I've seen in theaters. That's insane. Priscilla was in theaters, the fifth. So it's I got it ranked 59 of 58. 49 of 58, I'm sorry. 49 out of 58. <laughs> After Priscilla is Infinity Pool. Again, maybe I was tired. Maybe I, maybe I was having a bad day. No, that's fair. That was just a weird one. Yeah, like I, I don't know. You know, some of these like I'm some, not, I'm not mad about it, but it's like the Infinity Pool is is number fifty, number fifty out of fifty eight. Consecration is in the middle of the five worst movies, and I think it's in the middle because it was so bad. I don't remember it. I just know it was bad, so it doesn't deserve anything beyond 
it was bad, but there were so many. It was bad because it was like boring and didn't stand out, but there were a few movies that were like really bad, like bad, bad. That one was kind of just so plain. I got um, Hunger Games. House Party and then Asteroid City. That rounds off. Asteroid City's 58 out of 58. Again, that's not fair. There was a point in, there was a period where I didn't take my medication for like three weeks, four weeks. So maybe I just was in a funk. I don't know. I don't even know if that was during this time, but I'm going to give it a shot streaming. Maybe I'll like it more streaming, but 58 out of 58 Asteroid City. Worst movie I've seen in theaters this year. Most worst movie, worst 2023 movie also I've seen this year. Julia, what, what do you got? My worst in theaters has to be between Dungeons and Dragons, that might be the worst, and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Dungeons and Dragons was so bad that like I was upset. You just don't I, like fun. If that's what you want to call it, are you ready? Like I could name some more if you want hot takes. Can, can I ask favorite. you something, though? Is Dungeons and Dragons your worst? Is it your, like... Bottom. I'm looking, and it might be the worst. Okay, I'm just curious because like I ranked mine recently, and I feel good about how I ranked them. But I'm curious like to know if, like was that your worst worst or? So I gave Guardians of the Galaxy one star. I gave Dungeons and Dragons two, but I might. Looking back, I feel like they should be switched. I also gave Renfield two stars. I hated Renfield. Scream six awful evil dead rise evil dead rise is probably like the best of the worst it's still like an evil dead movie but i hated it and was personally offended by it but dungeons and dragons i'd probably go with for the worst guardians of the galaxy second worst okay period or just like in theaters or would you say would you go as far as saying period period I think. okay so so not not to go but not to switch the attention back on me because i hate attention but like those weren't my five worst movies. There was movies worse than Priscilla. There was movies worse than Consecration. Like, Five Nights at Freddy's was worse than Consecration to me. I don't think you listened to or understood the question. No, I know the question. I'm just giving, <laughs> I'm giving context. No, 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 because... You're like... It's right, a warm-up okay. question. It's a warm-up question. It's stressing you all out. Just pick Whatever. one movie. What was just the pick- worst film you we saw in theaters and you answered... This is number 49 out of 58, including <laughs> Because I'm giving context. All right, just pick one right now. I already did, Asteroid City. All right. And, and Julius was Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah, mine's con- no, mine's Songbirds and Snakes. Okay. I didn't give that a rating yet, but it was pretty bad, so that's up there. Okay. Mine's Songbirds and Snakes. All right, all right, so that that's that. That was a mess. So, you know, we, we, we watched a, a meme one for this uh, movie. That was one of the two movies we, we were watching for this uh, episode. What's the appeal and, and is there appeal for you? And if so, what, you know, like kind of what's the next one you want to see of a childhood character or a movie that's geared towards children, a character that's geared towards children, but to be made in a adult horror scene? Because we saw Winnie the Pooh. We saw the meme one. Who's next that you want to see? I know that they're making other ones, but... And what's the appeal for you guys to keep watching these movies? I feel like I had an idea for this the other day, and I don't remember what it was. 
<laughs> That's okay. Well, it's okay. We can uncover it during the discussion. I don't think we need many of these movies. The I feel like the people and we talked about it. Yeah. But like I feel like the people that make these movies aren't seriously making these movies, you know? Like and I I love passion projects. I do. I love something that someone's like, "Oh man, I spent like I've been wanting to do this. I just got the opportunity. I'm going to use like my 5 years worth of like research and 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 ideas and whatever i i love that you know i do even if it's bad i love that these but these movies aren't passion projects these movies are just some fucking douchebags making yeah it's it's a little disappointing because like a lot of times they're using like fair use uncopyrighted materials and there's so much potential there and they're kind of wasting it because it's like what if there's a guy who wanted to make a Winnie the Pooh horror movie, but he was serious about it. Now he kind of can't because they're just going to... It's already been destroyed. Exactly. Yeah, he's got to wait like 10 years, and no matter what, they're still always going to say he ripped off Blood and Honey, even if he takes it seriously. It can even be like Winnie the... Winnie or Winnie? Winnie. Not Winnie the Pooh? (laughs) No. That's probably how to make it. (laughs) I think think the Mexicans say Winnie... (laughs) Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Even if you did a Winnie the Winnie the Pooh supernatural movie, they're gonna be like, "Oh, bro, you're trying to be unique." That's dumb. You can't do that. It it sucks. I do have, and it's not a serious. I forget what I, I I didn't write it down, but I forget what I had for when I would want to watch. But I do have, I guess, like an idea of something I would want to see. If you guys want to hear it now, or do you want me to wait? I don't know what no, the question was. All right. Yeah, yeah, it's that. So I know we we've seen like Dave Chappelle's Sesame Street skit, right? Where Hi Big Bird Snuffleupagus was like a a, a cokehead, and you know we we've, we've all seen that, right? I haven't. Yeah. Okay. Most of everyone else, every everyone else has seen it. Yeah, mo- most people have seen it, and sometimes I wonder. If you turned, I don't know how it would work because, you know, these are like, they're already live action, but they're like kind of goofy live action. You can tell they're costumes, but I wouldn't mind seeing them. Did you guys see the SNL spoof of the Joker, but it was the Grinch? No. Not the Grinch, the the the, the other dude, Oscar. The Grouch. The Grouch? Yeah. <laughs> the Grouch and the Grinch. Did you guys see that? No. Okay. That's really good. You guys should look at it. It's it's pretty funny. But it's like really dark. You know, and I, that was pretty cool. I'm like, I will see this. The Grouch, I think it was John Hamm. I don't remember. I think it was John Hamm, but he plays Oscar the Grouch. And he's just like lives in this like shitty place, which is Sesame Street, and then like Big Bird's a pimp. And I wouldn't mind taking some kind of idea like that and like even even if you took like say a specific like the count, I wouldn't mind seeing the count kill people. You know what I'm saying? Like the count, like yeah. he's a he's a vampire. Like I wouldn't mind seeing the count, like a movie of the like an evil the count, where like people are trying to figure out. It's like you got the top, the top crime solvers of Sesame Street trying to figure this like killing spree, and all he leaves is like 
numbers as clues. I wouldn't mind seeing something like that. That sounds goofy and pretty stupid when I say it out loud. It can't be worse than Renfield. Yes, it can. Yeah, it can. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I mean, it could be Dungeon and Dragons level. I also remembered the movie I was thinking of, um, Rudolph, because Rudolph is, it was made in that era where, like, to copyright your movie, you literally just had to put it on, like, the title card of the movie, like, copyright date. And in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, there's a mistake in the title card, and it says they for some reason stylistically they chose to use roman numerals and the person who did it didn't know how roman numerals work so it's like rudolph the red-nosed reindeer but it says copyright instead of 1964 they put 1164 so when it came out the copyright was expired already that's why rudolph is like the one christmas movie that gets like tons of different yeah tons of spoofs of it because it's technically like in this gray area of copyright. And I thought watching it the other day, I was like, they could make a, a horror movie of this if they wanted to. Also, like Wizard of Oz. I would see Wizard of Oz. I would. Alice in Wonderland, if it was a good Tim Burton movie, he kind of dropped the ball on that one. I keep just thinking now, because I'm a child, Rudolph Lundgren. And you get what? Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know who that is. I'm sorry. Is. Go on. It's okay. Julia, you should try watching movies. Because I don't know who Rudolph Lundgren is. No, no. Dolph, <laughs> Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, Dolph is short for Rudolph, right? I'm pretty sure his name's not Rudolph. Guys, we're moving on. Because <laughs> I don't know who Dolph Lundgren is. All right, let's oh go. Let's not Lunger on this any longer. Pat, who, who, who would you see, Pat? Man, I don't want to see anyone, man. Fuck this. <laughs> They've all been no. They've been pretty bad, and it's like, you know what? Like we're doing like horror movies right now are doing good. Even the horror comedies. I know like Julia doesn't like them, but like we we had a good year in horror, and we've had a good few years in horror. I feel like these things are like kind of like the black eyes of it. They're not bringing anything to the table. The Pooh Pooh Bunny Blood and Honey was was not good. I didn't like the mean one. That was that was that was not good. So like I'm kind of like you know what? I don't really think we need one. I there's no one that I'm like man. I need to see like a Ren and Stimpy horror. Like no. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah. Really down for like whoever is gonna make the effort. Like I'm tired of like. They they really half-assed the effort. Yeah, I think this is a good segue into the meme one. This week we we watched the meme one. I want before we I get into like things I, I tried doing some research on um the production of this, and and we, we were you guys were bringing up effort effort effort. David Howard Thornton who he played the Grinch in this, I feel like he brought a lot of effort, and I think he was into it. So he has a history of playing the Grinch. His first job when he got done being a teacher, um, he was a teacher and he's like I want to try my hand at acting. Get back to acting. And he, he was got cast on a play, and he was the understudy for a Grinch for, like, four years. And um, he loves the Grinch. And he was so happy to be signed on to this movie. And I think he himself was really let down because all the interviews, he kind of, like, tries to avoid... Like, he talks about, like, his past experiences playing the Grinch and 
how much he loves the character, but he does not talk about this movie that much. He keeps all the answers to short, and you could tell he's like, nah, I don't really need to talk about this. So I feel like he was kind of deceived and let down by the people who made the mean one. But I did think his performance was pretty solid. Yeah, I yeah. mean, he, he had that, like, Bigfoot stance down, real, you know, the blurry... When she like makes the posters and it's like big, furry, and green. Yeah. I haven't seen this man, and it's just a blur. So it got a seventeen percent on Rotten Tomatoes, six hundred thousand it grossed in the box office. Are these numbers too low or too high? How much did it gross in the box office? Six hundred thousand. Too, I'm no, gonna, I feel like that's that's. I feel like yeah, that's, I feel that's like appropriate. It's, it's just regular. For the movie, right. that's appropriate. Personally, I'm a little upset that I paid to rent this. I'm mad at Julia for suggesting this and paying to rent this, but go on. Yeah, no, I, I apologized in the group chat. I was like, guys, I'm sorry. Like, I take the fall for this one. I picked yeah. it. And then I paid $6 to watch it. I didn't even... Whoa! Why did you, $6? It was 4 was it like four ninety nine? Mm-hmm. Oh, I four ninety nine. However uh, much it was, but it felt like six dollars. Okay. You know what I'm fair. saying? That is fair. It I mean, yeah, well, made me two dollars to watch this film. I, I I hate to get off track, but as Julia was talking about how she was so pissed she paid that money, there was a dude on the TV punching the floor. Did you see him? <laughs> Anyways, yeah. everybody's just mad that this movie. I guess everyone's just mad that this movie costs money now. The thing is, a movie like this should be like the movie The Shift. You know what I'm saying? Like they should give away free just tickets. give away free tickets. Like people might, some people might like the thing. Here's the thing. No, no one's like like. No, no. Okay, yeah, probably nobody's gonna like it. But here's the Shift the, was way better than this. Here's the thing. Hear me out, right? If you go see a bad movie for free, I feel you're more likely to like it a little bit tiny bit more than if you were to pay for a bad movie you know what i'm saying you pay for a bad movie you're like i ain't never watching this shit again so like like, where could they have improved this movie because like i think it is it's not out of the realm of possibility to make a bad a good grinch horror movie it's not out of the realm of possibility Especially when you got Ark the Clown and attached to the project, and you you know like so like how do you make this movie better? So I'll yeah I'll give some actual constructive criticism. Yeah, I I just didn't like the whole like we're clearly working with like an alternate universe. This is not the same Grinch. This is not the same Cindy Lou. This is a different universe where she's just like a regular human woman who lives in Newville. And, like, from the jump, as soon as the movie began, like, I saw that set up, and I'm just confused because... It's not what you expected. Yeah, and I don't I don't want to be, like, a purist and say, like, it's not the same. I don't like it. But it's, like, you have to justify and explain why. One, make it make sense that she's here. Or, like, like just what was the reason for the change? And make it make sense, like show a flashback where like Whoville and the and the Who yeah. were a dream. So that's what I was thinking. I was thinking you have it as a dream or have it as like 
the the Grinch that we have now is like this, like you know, sensitive version of of a tragedy. Kind of how like there's like a lot of things that like came out of like the Black Plague. Certain like nursery rhymes about death are used to like coddle kids to sleep. Like one, two, Freddy's coming for yeah, you. Yeah, have it be like a PTSD, like hallucination. Yeah, I can do that. Here's my question. I don't want to forget it. Would you be more disappointed if you're watching a movie? Say you're watching a movie, right? It, uh, whatever. I, I can't remember. I was. You're watching a movie, and right at the end, someone goes. <gasps> And wakes up and you just realize that the whole movie was a dream. Would you be mad? Like, is that what you're talking about? Like, they realize that this was just a dream or? No, no. It's not really the same. I'm just saying, like, why wasn't she in Whoville? Right, but. We're supposed to believe this is the same character. But you're telling me she's a different species. She lives in a different universe, in a different town with, like, different family members. What yeah, and I guess the... to make that make sense? He doesn't need to be green at that point. Like, right. he can just be a regular guy killer. Clearly, like, the Grinch creature still exists. What's the point of having a supernatural Grinch creature, but you made Cindy Lou human? But also, it was like, no one in the town really knew this. Like, I feel like they would know that this creature existed. He was right outside of town. Yeah, I would know if some kind of cryptid that was green yeah. lived near me. Yeah. They were like, oh, well, we don't celebrate Christmas around here because people get murdered or maybe or maybe not. I just think, like, that plot line was so, like, not developed and it could have made the movie so much better if they just kind of explained a little bit more because they were just, like, real quick, yeah, we don't celebrate Christmas and then, like, they do and then they don't. I don't know. Like, it just was... It was my, my thing is, like, the book is... fair use and like you can only assume that it's a blood and honey situation that they made this movie because it's fair use but then they didn't use anything also like the I didn't really understand at the time all like the weird like Jewish references in the movie in hindsight I think they were trying to like do a thing where it's like anti-Christmas because like the the original How the Grinch Stole Christmas is very Christmas centric, obviously. I think you could have made like a funny play off that where you had like a like a movie that's centered around like Jewish people and that culture and Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. I I think that would have been like a funny, clever thing, but I didn't get that watching it. I don't know if that was the intention, because I didn't even think of it until like just now. I don't know um, if that's what trying definitely- to do. It definitely wasn't their intention because, like, yeah, it's hitting you now. And, yeah, that line, like, the the Jewish references, it felt like it was just like, okay, this guy's Jewish, and they're going to throw every Jewish stereotype out. He's like, oh, I made you matzo ball soup. Yeah, it, it just kept, and it's like, she's not Jewish, so why did you think homemade matzo ball soup would impress her? I like matzo ball soups. So. so so do I. It's it's good, but it's like any, yeah, it, it, at, at that I, point, any soup would impress her. Make chicken noodle, make tomato bisque. Sure, yeah, good. Or yeah. ask her what her favorite soup is. Yeah, I also this does not matter at all, but I don't always appreciate like random food gifts because like how do you know I like that? That's true. You don't know she likes matzo ball soup. 
Yeah, it, it, it was it was weird that they kept referencing it, and it just like, like he made like a nose. Jo- I I I don't know. I get really like I don't like the Jewish nose jokes. Right, they are, they're like, not funny at all. They're dumb. You either have to like really lean into it or just like step back because it gave like really bad like like early two thousands offensive humor. Those are the kind of people that are making these movies, though. Yeah, people. Yeah. It's like this movie was shot like it was early two thousands. Yeah, it was just like really poor taste. It's like you either have to make like a Hanukkah centric movie about like Jewish culture. You can have like eight crazy nights energy, or just leave it alone. Don't just make Jewish jokes because then it just comes off as like offensive. Yeah. No. Like, oh my god! Ha ha! Jewish stereotypes. How many of them? Yeah, and like I, I just because how poorly it was written, I want to say that they, you know, he's they're not Jewish, right? Really. It's like you're you're kind of allowed to like make fun of stereotypes if that's your stereotype. I don't know if a Jewish person wrote it, maybe maybe not, but it's like you have a movie like The Blackening where they obviously lean heavily into stereotypes, but that's the point of the movie and like. It was hilarious. It's somebody like, I, for example, if I were some kind of writer and, and I wrote like comedy skits or something, I can give you some really funny Mexican stereotypes that are not offensive because it's like you have that insight. It's like that thing I said about Denzel a while back where like he's like a, an Italian director cannot direct like can't give you the same feeling of like a kid getting a hot comb run through their hair you know what i'm saying like stuff right i think that was like his roughly his exact quote but it's like if you have like an adam sandler who who is jewish right when he does the jokes they might not be funny, but they're also not offensive because right. you know how to you know how to tiptoe that line. And when they did the jokes in the blacking, in I'll I'll be honest, I might not even be able to say some of the jokes on there. And I'd be joking with my niece and my nephew all the time, and I I might not even been able to say some of the jokes. You know, like and and it's one of those things where it's like, whoa, you're tiptoeing this line, but you're doing it so well. And the people again. The people who are writing these movies are just some douchebags who are like, ha, we're gonna blow yeah. up. We're gonna hopefully this catches hopefully this catches wind on, on social media and we become like a, a what do they call it? A cult classic. Yeah. And it's like no. I just think like I think it would have been so funny and so clever if you were to remake how the Grinch stole Christmas but have it be in a town where like no one really celebrates Christmas because it's like a, like a Jewish population and they like, right. I think that would be so funny. Yeah. Or, it's just like, no, they just put like offensive jokes in the movie. Like some things just don't have like, there's, it's, there's no need, you know, like it, let's say they threw in like a gay joke in this movie. Like what's the point? Like why, right. why would you do something like that? You know, like, it's 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 just someone who's like, oh man, this is like all... it. It didn't even make sense for the character. 
No, because he was a he was just a de- like his religion did God. not. Yeah, it's like he's just playing a Jewish man, but like the woman you're trying to court is not Jewish. So why are you like flexing to impress her? It would make so much more sense if she were also Jewish and like her father wants her to marry a nice Jewish boy. Then it would make perfect sense. But he's like constantly dropping like these jokes and she's just like, haha, I guess. And the thing is, you don't even have to go that deep with these movies because in these movies, Christmas isn't about Christ. It's about Right. The American version of Christmas. So you don't even need to go this deep into, like... Yeah, the thing is, like, it could have been, like, a funny play, but they don't even really talk about Christmas in the movie at all. So, like, yeah, what's... Like, it would be so funny if, like, the Grinch were, like, I'm gonna come steal your Christmas. And they're, like, that's literally fine. We're over here lighting the candles. Like, we're good. Yeah. It's just... It's just one of those things where it's like you start watching this movie and you're like, okay, I see where this is going. You know, like a child could have probably told you a funnier story or a scarier story than than this. It's one of those things where it's like, okay, good job. You made a movie. You made 600 grand off this movie. That's good for you. you I, I also, another thing about the movie is they never say Grinch. And I also just yeah. don't understand why, because again, the character, the Grinch... They can. They can. I, well, I'm just confused because I think I think I didn't understand going into this. I assumed that they were like... It's, it's really not a Winnie the Pooh situation. This is different than Blood and Honey because this movie is not trying to remake the book How the Grinch Stole Christmas... They are doing a parody of Jim Carrey's Grinch. And that's why they couldn't say Grinch. Because that work is copyrighted. And, like, the costume and the makeup from this movie is, like, directly copied from Jim Carrey's version. And they would be facing a lot of legal trouble from that. But, like, you had a whole book that was free to use. You didn't touch on it at all. The only thing you copied was the copyrighted version. And that's what's weird to me. Like, like Jim Carrey's Grinch is great. I actually just rewatched it the other day before we watched this. And I like, I was like looking back, like that movie really holds up. That movie is beautiful. So like, yeah, make a parody of it, but it was still just bad. Good talk. Any final thoughts? Nope. Nope. Oh, cool. Then... Yeah, thanks for listening, and I guess we're out of here. Cool.